Well, there's some robots and a lot of boobs and a psycho that kind of reminded me of a neighbor I used to have. I'm Jackie. If life wasn't so cruel, everything would be beautiful. I'm Justin. Jesse Helms hates him some titties, but probably not. I'm Sam, and this is Space... Fuck, I just fucked up the name. <laughs> Slave Girls from Beyond Infinity on Stinker Madness. Infinity, infinity, infinity. infinity. I feel like we should echo every time we say infinity. Infinity. Like, that should be a law. Like, they actually... The universe should just do that automatically for us. Like, we should get a... Like a life filter, like like God should be in charge of TikTok, or he should use TikTok as to rule our world and infinity, infinity, infinity automatically echoes. I'm Justin. This is Stinker Madness. It's a podcast about bad movies for bad movie lovers. Uh, Sam and Jackie are here, and we are doing a really B movie from 1987 ish called Slave Girls from Beyond Infinity, Infinity, Infinity. See, I didn't do it that time. Uh, Sam, tell us everything you know. Well, when you search for this movie, when you get to Space Girls F, Google will automatically take you to the parental suggestions. Will be the first thing that comes up. You can't just get it to, like, you have to type out Space Girls from Beyond Infinity Mm -hmm. to actually search for this without the parental uh, guidance thing that the first link will come up is the the parental recommendations on IMDb, hmm. which will have a cavalcade of why you shouldn't show your kids this movie. Okay. Why is that? I don't know. Well, I'll tell you why. Reason one I chose this movie is the history. The Cable Act of 1992 is actually a consumer protection act that really just makes cable providers have to provide equal information and air the local stations and have a public access station. If they're going to charge the, the American citizen all this money, the American citizen should get X back for it. Okay. In 1992, when this was passing, Jesse Helms, a North Carolina uh, Republican senator, mm. used this film specifically to try to tack on censorship measures to the act on the Senate floor. This movie specifically. Uh, okay, so this is Night Trap and D. Snyder of yes. bad movie? Like, why? <laughs> he said that his friends, or at least maybe concerned citizens, I don't know exactly who he mentioned, were just flipping through cable channels, and this was on, and they're in hell now or something, right? Like, they were east- instantly taken to the dark side. And they basically told him to fuck off. They're like, no, this is... And have you watched the whole movie? Because it's really not that bad. There's way worse stuff that shows up on cable if it's not this. Jesus Christ. Has he seen, like, Caligula? He hasn't. Or... Or he does, right? Or, like, Last Tango in Paris? Or Midnight Cowboy? I mean, holy shit. This is... Holy shit. Come on, we both, we all know what's going on here. He walked in on his teenage son with a bottle yeah, he, of lotion he was and some Kleenexes. He was pretty hard. And it was like, 
In, oh my God, we got to stop this movie business. The irony, thought, Jackie, is that he wasn't actually, the t- the movie was on, but really he was just looking at the bra section of the Sears catalog. The <sighs> senator never noticed that, that, hey, honey, how come all the pages of your bra catalog are sticky together? Totally, totally just a wrong. I mean, it's weird because. I mean, his kids are adults at this point in 92 because Jesse Helms started in Senate in 73. Okay, all right. And I think he didn't, he might have died there. Like, he was till 2003, right? Okay. I mean, this is the guy that puts Reagan in the White House. This is the guy that gets the church back on the Republican side. Oh, boy. Um, This is one of the most effective senators in history. As a personal note, he's also a person that opposed... Any rights that a non-white, non-male, heterosexual Christian mm-hmm. would have okay. uh, right. also seems... wanted to slash the National Endowment for the Arts. Yeah. Seems like the standard. Uh... You either love him or you hate him kind of a guy. Sure I and uh, I think most people hated him because they're like, <laughs> I like PBS, you fuck. Right. No shit. <laughs> the best free channel we got. Also, lynchings are bad. Lynchings like, are bad. Okay. Uh... The thing that he said about the march was just like as it's happening when civil rights is happening his comments are not like outwardly like aggressive but he's like oh i think we've suffered this nonsense enough Mm -hmm. it's a strain on the traffic system yeah those uppity you know what's yep uh but still let's go back to slave girls so i'm I'm not done with this because he takes it to the fucking supreme court in 93 this movie like and ninety six and the Supreme Court's like, did you watch it? Because well, it's really not why, that bad. Why is there a Supreme? Why is the Supreme Court involved at all? He wanted to get it tacked back on there, and he thought that maybe he could take it to the Supreme Court and tack, get it done. And it's just interesting that on there. Don't show slave censorship girls from beyond infinity. In general, just no titties on the TV. No titties on the TV. Okay. No titties on the TV. Um, but. It's interesting that a man that had such a broad and large effect over American politics mm-hmm. decided that slave girls from yeah. beyond infinity that was the sword that he was going to fall on in his career. Okay. All right. So, uh, <laughs> uh, is RBG working in 92? Uh, I think she was. Uh, Clarence Thomas was right around the corner. No, uh, uh, Sandra Day O'Connor would have been would have been on the bench at this point in time, and yeah. he brings in this movie, and she's probably like, "Not a single soul on earth is ever going to see this movie, pal." Like, yeah, this is a bad argument. <laughs> you accidentally turned it on to Cinemax right? at two a.m. <laughs> I mean, don't get Cinemax. I mean, is this like Ted Cruz tweeting the porn? Is that what, like, oh, porn's bad, and then he fucking starts tweeting yeah. porn? <laughs> I feel like he was really just trying to introduce a porn tax <laughs> right? that you could pay extra extra if you wanted titties on your TV. Um, it's just another vice tax. Mm-hmm. That's what mm-hmm. all these people, that's what they do. They're like, oh, we're going to save it. And it's like, no, you're just you're just vice taxing. Yeah. And then going, oh, I hate taxes. Very Republican. Right, right, right. But it's also. Could you imagine if he would have seen Game of Thrones in the 1990s? Oh, yeah. Right, right. He would have been like, there's wieners on TV. We can't be having man wieners on our TV. Or or just the internet, Jackie. Just the internet. Like, his head would have gone. 
I no, I don't think so. I think he claims to hate titties, but he what is that place in uh, Japan? The soap 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 world. <laughs> Soap World, yeah, I bet he would go to Soap World if given the up or when he was alive, right? I feel like that's the thing with all these guys that are yeah. like, because they're they're going mm-hmm. down left and right mm-hmm. now. All these churchy guys are like, oh yeah, the orgy dude, yeah, yeah, he says a lot of shit to get money, yeah. We had to, but he likes orgies. We had to pay. And he likes shit in his ass. We had to pay Manuel Noriega a lot of money to keep his uh, little freaky weekend down there in Nicaragua a secret. Yeah, so like, yeah. What's Soap World? Don't you remember from the QAnon documentary that I was talking about that? I didn't watch that. That I just said that I was talking about. And we explained on the podcast that Soap World is this place in Tokyo where you, uh, if you're a uh, uh, connoisseuring gentleman, you go in and you lube up with soap and you just kind of writhe around on the employees that are also lubed up with soap. And like you've got soap slides and you, the at the end of the slide you go down the the slip and slide and at the end of it is a pile of fleshy bits that you slide around you just soapy. get soaked up and then you get tits <laughs> rubbed all over you when you're like soapy tits on your face and body and butt and everything the, and the whole like, yeah the whole building is covered in soap and then so it's what happens not if you get pr- it in your pee hole you you don't get it in your pee hole jackie it's like a bath. Yeah. It's fine. You can't. Right? It doesn't. It's not like. <laughs> you don't take it. Soap doesn't aggressively try to get into orifices. <laughs> <laughs> and then the best part about it is, is that it's not prostitution and there's no like tuggies or whatever. So like you end up at the end of your soap world experience and you got to tug yourself off behind a dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, you already lubed up at least. <laughs> yeah. You just slide to the dumpster. Just Perhaps if the the titty rubbing is vigorous and full body immersion, you'll just spray it into the who know, would know? parts per million who would of know? what's going on who's in gonna, there. Right? It's like peeing in the pool, right? No, who's yep. going to know? Who's going to know? Yeah. All right. Uh, okay. So, so what happened? The reason number reason number two I picked this. No, you're not going to um, tell us what happened with the the whole court with the Jesse Helms thing. They said no both They're times. Like, fuck off! Like, you're fuck off. This is That's what I'm saying. That was my. <laughs> That was my crescendo to the Jesse Helms thing was that he chose this sword to fall right, on. Good job. And an illustrious career of fucking people over. And, I mean, you either love him or you hate him. Super effective politician. This was the one he was completely ineffective on was campaigning for vice tax with the uh, with this movie I, on the picket I, stick, I, right? I can't get off of it, Sam. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I just, I want to be there. I want to see this shit because, like, everybody, see, bring us in. The, can we bring in the television? Just slide that over. Okay, everybody. Now, well, I'm going to, uh, somebody can explain this VCR machine to me. What out it? Okay. Can we get a guy over here? So, you know, and then he hits the play and he's like, okay. All right. Just, and they're like, just wait a is minute. Is that the Klingon theme from Star Trek? Just, the motion picture it's, it's coming like yeah, okay. it is. yeah don't, it's it's coming just hold on and then <laughs> 45 minutes later he's like he does the leonardo DiCaprio meme from uh once upon a time in the west he's like there <laughs> tit, gotcha, <laughs> <that's a> <laughs> and then they're gone and everybody's like Ooh, okay. You actually stumbled into a slow night on Cinemax. <laughs> right? It's like you must, uh, you must ban all. Of, they're like, no, they're like <laughs> this is a Charles Band movie. Right? There's only gonna be so many titties. Right. Are you kidding me? Uh, what an idiot! All right, reason number two. 
Uh, most dangerous game. Okay. Yeah. This podcast loves most sure dangerous does. game movies, yeah. and this is a most dangerous game movie. So do bad movies in general. Because they yeah, just those are my two it. reasons for picking it. And that I guess secretly number three is I will kind of put a waiver on any Charles Band I knew Elizabeth Kitten team up. The uh, but I'll get to that later. First thing I saw in this movie was Full Moon, and I'm like, ah, that's why Sam picked this movie, not knowing the insane history yeah. behind it. I knew. I mean, yeah, I kind of. I will usually um, pre-flight. Charlie's movies, mm-hmm. just because sometimes, like, even though I know I'm going to like him, I know that might not be good for the podcast, sure. but I did not pre-flight this Charlie movie because I knew that about it. It's And I knew it was one of the first ones that he put into distribution when he started distributing his own movies on DVD, uh, and it was also one that, you know, he's going direct to shelves. He put this one in the theaters on a limited basis. And so, you know, that when Charlie's behind one that hard, yeah. that it's probably got some gusto to it. I mean, it's called Slave Girls from Beyond Infinity. It's probably yeah. a safe bet. It's a safe bet. And I've never seen it. And I've been wanting to pull the trigger on it. So I finally did. Um, thank you to Amazon Prime for putting it on free with ads. I think I don't think it's been there. It's very... Short period of time, I believe, that it's been up on there. I don't know, we, maybe a month, something like that. We did it on Tubi. I would yeah. have picked it based off the movie cover. It's saying. got a great poster. It has got yeah. a great fucking poster, which is awesome because in the history of this movie as well, like generally, that's how they sold the movies mm-hmm. to get the money is they bring them the poster. Right. And they didn't even have to do that. They The name sold this. Yeah. Charlie got his $2 million. Or I think that's what I was watching his, his show. Um, I watched every part of season one. I haven't started season two on his YouTube channel yet, but I think that's what he was saying is around this time. It was like, I, I, I can do it for a million or two. I can't remember, but he's like, this is how much we can get. That's how much we get back when we put it on the shelf. So this is what we have. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he didn't even need the poster to get the, the million or the 2 million or whatever it was. He just, the name alone sold the thing. There you go. Uh, I am going to accuse or guess or just say flat out that this is probably has to be one of Roger Avery's favorite movies. Yeah. Who's Rod- who's Roger Avery? Is that what you're asking? That's yep. what Jackie's asking. He's the other guy that wrote Pulp Fiction and the guy that wrote and directed Killing Zoe. I He's the other that. guy that wrote Pulp Jackie's Fiction. Never seen people Pulp forget. Fiction. What the no, fuck? She's an idiot. Of course. No, you, I haven't. Yes, seen you it. have. Everyone's seen, seen it. No, I've seen like. Little bits and pieces. Christ on the in internet. heaven, that's what you're doing tonight. I can't. We have ha- a child. You can't. You have a kid. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you're in a bad. You're in a tight spot. That's a real you have rock to and Stay hard up place. late and watch this shit. <laughs> yeah, with headphones I guess or something. We're gonna have to after he goes to bed. But Jackie, yeah, that's required viewing. Not Holy not because crap. I love it. I mean, I do. I enjoy. I enjoy it. It's fun. But you kind of have to. It's a rite of passage. It, it's a rite of passage, and it, it honestly hasn't aged as well as you'd think it would, because his stuff gets stronger as he goes. But the the sort of it is a little bit more batshit crazy. It's not. It's not any more batshit crazy. But he didn't write that alone. Roger Avery wrote it, yeah. and um, Zed in Pulp Fiction is Man, this fucking guy. You just thanks for ruining my big joke. You blew it, man. At the end of the movie, I. It's all. That's my only note. That's my. The rest of this is trash. I got two pages. Well, I inserted it right now because that I'm just gonna throw away 
because you took my joke. <laughs> yeah, well, that's not even really a joke. It's just super interesting trivia. And no. it's, it's a. <laughs> How am I going to say a, th- Zed's dead now, Sam? How am I going to say Zed's dead? I, you can still do it. <laughs> I just it's did. Fine. And that's as funny right. as it's going to get because of you. <laughs> um, the, But killing Zoe. Uh, Eric Stoltz's character is also named Zed, so I'm just this, okay. there's no yeah. chances that this isn't one of his favorite movies. Okay. That's just the size of it. Right. Can I can I make a a comparison of the cyborg to the gimp? Like, is the cyborg? There's two helpers yeah. to Zed yeah. in Pulp Fiction, right. and they may as well be shitty androids that bicker <laughs> with each other. He loves this movie. Right. That's the size yeah, of I it. I think so, and I bet Tarantino likes it too. Wow. Uh, the director is Don Dixon. We He had a pretty short career. He did uh, some compilation films that were like the best of sex and violence, famous TNA. I think Zombie-a-thon, however, is his other narrative film besides this one. I am not sure. I couldn't find out that much about it. Mm. Um, but what I did find out is that two days into shooting, originally, the lead was played by porn star Ginger Lynn. Okay. Don't know her. Uh, she was pretty big, I guess, probably right around the 90s, okay. right around this. Yeah. Or This is 87. So she was pretty big in the VHS scene, mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm. thinking. Okay. Right. Um, the pre-DVD scene. So prior to Vixen, whoever was running the show yeah. back then. Probably some uh, weird bolt-ons, I'm guessing. No, okay. she didn't. Oh, hey. All right. She was on Natural. Good stuff. Um, anyway, two days into filming, he couldn't get anything out of her. What do you mean? Like, like he couldn't get anything out of her. Oh, so like they with. promoted. Yeah. Like I cannot work with any of these things. So they promoted Elizabeth Caden to the lead. Did you see her delivering these lines? Uh, she no. was best on set. Yeah. Okay. Um, Requisite for this film is getting them out. We might need to see if this uh, Ginger Lynn did any other acting because I I need to I need to see what her talents are other than uh, uh, having penises in her. If she was gonna break into regular roles, it would have been right yeah, here. Yeah, I guess right? that's true. She probably didn't do anything. I think she did. She does cameos and shit like that. I'm sure she does stuff for. I don't know. She's probably in her sixties now. Sure. So. Sure. Um. At which point they get Cindy Beale, who, you know, she's the second space girl. And then we will probably recognize Brinky Stevens. She's the girl that looks at the the camera in the she's in a bunch of Fredel and Ray movies. We've seen her before. The dark haired girl. Yeah, she looked familiar. Because she's been in 210 movies. Okie dokie. Brinky. Brinky's got a resume. Yes, she does. And uh, this also, like, the Charlie-Elizabeth-Kaitan team up, because she was in um, Silent Night, Deadly Night 2, okay. yep. which we loved, yeah, right? Movie. At this point, garage if she's sale. in a movie... No, Garbage if she's Day. In the movie, That's Garbage Day, not Garage Garbage Day, day yeah. yeah. Garbage Day is... Uh, if she's in the movie, there's an 80% chance that it's going to end up on the show, <laughs> mm-hmm. to the tune that I'm a... Probably going to pull the trigger on two of two more of her movies at least okay. once I can find them. Gotcha. Um, but she's in like Friday the Thirteenth Part Six. Like we've done, she's been in a bunch of episodes already. Okay. Like she's she gets them out. She's a pretty girl. She cannot deliver a line. <laughs> was I love she, her. Uh, was she in Playboy? I love her by chance. 
No, she was uh, a model. Um, she, got a, she started doing these roles. Very uh, uh, Playboy-esque body. She does have a very Playboy-esque body. And it was interesting because she did a porno movie, but she wasn't, she didn't do, she did a non-sex role. Like right after this, this, or right before this maybe, but like she wasn't getting a lot of run in the acting, whereas she was in modeling before. Mm-hmm. And I think right after this, it, Silent Night, Daily Night 2, then this one, then the Jason one, and then all of a sudden she's just like, we know what we're getting with you, and we know you will you will get people to pull off of the VHS shelves, so she gets a lot of leads after this. Okay, I like her. And that is the wild and wacky history of Slave Girls from Beyond Infinity. Jackie, let's go to you. You have two things that I want to have you address. You've got the makeup, uh, including, the, which I need to remind you, includes the creature effects, the men in suits. That's makeup. Uh, and the hot ladies. Uh, which did you like more? The bikini slave outfits or the creature feature aspect? The lady sleeve outfits are just. Yeah, everybody does that, right? That's the same outfit that they wear, like the Beastmaster. Very uncreative. 10,000 BC when Raquel yeah. Welch comes it's, off the I beach. Mean, we've seen that one over and over and over, right? I think Charlie like, and Fred have like a, like a storage unit just full of mm-hmm, these things. Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah, so I'm going to go with uh, Creature Features. I liked the robots. I liked their dynamic, Tattletail. <laughs> and then <laughs> I liked that... They're kind of junky. Like they are pieces of garbage. Care of them. There's like wires and shit hanging out, and they clunk. And, yeah, uh, and then the the weird guys at the end. I think they're zombies, but I couldn't be sure. Don't and know. then I have questions for of, later on those guys. <laughs> eh, you know, I I just kind of ignored those guys. But then like the predator cyborg guy that. I can't tell if he's helping or not. Um, I don't know what his deal is. He looked pretty good. And he wasn't goopy, which, I mean, he was, he kind of had a a little bit of a sheen to him, but he wasn't gooping stuff out of his mouth or anything. So I was cool with him. All right. As you can tell, dear listener, if you haven't watched this film, it has got a lot going on in it. Robots, cyborg, fish, frogmen, zombies, and uh, some cans. So... Hey, oh, it's got all the yeah, when, checked off the list. When they made it, basically, that was the task was to try to incorporate every genre, including softcore, so that they could get it on Cinemax oh, and so on video mild, shelves. Though. It's so mild. It's enough for a weeknight of Cinemax, it's right? It's enough to get a and if, very conservative senator pissed off at it, I guess. And, and if you were a 13-year-old watching it and you started spanking at the first topless thing you'd probably make it to the second one and then yeah. if you thought there was going to be another one you were gonna it's be in much. bad shape yeah, it's too much it's bad shape <laughs> just enough okay let's get into it um i have questions already <laughs> because the first questions. thing that happens in this movie doesn't actually happen in this movie we no. we see daria running no it's not daria there's a question no, before the even happens, you the the credits start, and you're like, "Isn't this the Klingon theme?" Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. From Star yeah, Trek, yeah. the motion picture. Right, yeah, you heard through that. <laughs> How'd they pull that off? Because he put it in the theater, so it's like, 
what's going on here? Did he pay for that? He must have paid for that, I guess. Or nobody noticed because nobody watched this movie. Jesse Helms. Nobody cares. It's a shitty B movie, buddy. Um. Anyway, so this, there's this chesty lady. She's running through the jungle slowly. Because the other thing I like about all these, this vein of film, when they have the lady whose cans are just huge, and uh, they're running away from something, and they don't have shoes on, they don't run. They trot. And I like yeah. that. It's fun watching ladies trot through things like, oh, I'm in danger. Trot, 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 trot. It's <laughs> 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 just something weird and fun about it. Um, anyways, so... Uh, the cyborg that comes into play later in the movie, he's about to zap her, and then some shadowy figure shoots two lasers in his back, and he dies? And then that's it. Goes down. And that's it. And then the lady's like, oh, I think you saved me. Right. Question mark. Uh, but she's wearing the yep. same slave outfit. He likes to hunt him in that. But they, but that's not where those slave because cut to a prison ship where there's two ladies wearing those slave outfits that's in a just, prison. That's just the universal universe's slave it's, outfit. It's free. It's free for everybody. Everybody get that's <laughs> the, what what's that's what they want. Uh keep as little covered as possible and don't do any really tricky selling. <laughs> right. Okay. I guess it's just everybody has that outfit. Um, all right. So back at the, the space prison, uh, we meet Daria and Tisa, who are there for X reasons. I don't know why they're in a space prison. It kind of seems like they were just at the wrong place at the wrong time. And these dudes just picked him up for the slave trade. Oh, yeah. Okay. They're, look at how they're dressed. Yeah. I think it's the kind of slavery that's even worse than the normal laborious slavery. Okay. All right. They're, they're sex workers, forced yep. sex workers. Yep. And they're being trafficked. They're being trafficked. Okay. It's not a prison traffic. I mean, it is a prison, but not a government sanctioned prison. It is a, Prison. Get them to the auction block. Yeah. They're in a transport. I don't think that that's how that works, Jackie. I don't think that there's a auction block. I think you just pimp them out. I think. Maybe they're direct to the buyer. I don't know. I don't know. But either way, it's all bad. It's all bad. Uh, so there's Daria's like, oh, yeah, well, I'm going to break my rusty cage and run. And she pulls on the, uh, the chains and they snap. They snap in two places, which is not how chains break. But, uh, okay. She's super strong. Yeah. I mean, there's literally a thing called the weakest link. That's where the chain breaks, but she breaks it in two spots. She's more strong in physics. It was kind of a rusty shit bucket down there. I mean, maybe it just was, you know, so many people peed on those Mm -hmm, that, mm -hmm. you know, finally they were rusted out and she could pull it off. Yeah. That's a good, that's a long-term strategy for, you know... Kick it down the road. Like, hey, I'm not going to get out of here, but the least I can do is piss on this chain so that someday some person may be free. <laughs> and also you're attached to it. There's not a lot of other places to pee. Yeah, you, I mean, you just got to go where you got to go. That's it's where you got to pee. <laughs> uh, okay. So uh, they bust loose and uh, they uh, beat up some guards with this pipe. And the guards are like, dang it, I wanted to bang them, but also I wasn't allowed to because I have I would give 
one year salary to have 10 minutes in that room. We'll just go in that room, you fucking idiot. But no, they're like, what is stopping you? Yeah, what's stopping They're going to beat me up. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Which they do. They do beat him up. And they jump in this jet, the space jet, because it's not a spaceship. It's a jet in the hangar. And they're like, let's get out of here. We can't open the doors without a magic glove. What, like this glove? And it's fucking Michael Jackson's glove. Like, and then they she pushes some buttons on the keyboard and the doors open up. By the time they get to this part, I'm just like, word salad. No, it, this movie is so word salad. It's just ridiculous. It runs, the jet runs on nuclear induction. Uh, I believe that she said atoms at some oh, point. Oh, atomic like, induction. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? Atomic induction. Yeah, Ken Dixon, the director, also wrote this. And he was basically just like throwing as many words that were scientific mm-hmm. at you as possible so that you just wouldn't pay attention to any of it. I think that's how- Because you're like, wait, that's not science. And you're like, I don't even know if those are sentences, let alone science. You know, the nice thing about having a space jet that runs on atomic induction is you can escape from the sex trade, but you can also use it to cook a turkey. Atomic induction. Convection? <laughs> No, that's what that's what the other line of space jets run on, Sam. The bad space jets, the TIE fighters of space jets, they run on convection. Yeah, the TIE fighters are like space air fryers. <laughs> uh, take over the galaxy and toast up some old French fries. Yep. <laughs> okay. Twice as fast. <laughs> okay. So they get out of there. And nobody's chasing them. Uh, it's pretty convenient. But uh, the very first signal, they're like, oh, where do we go? The very first signal that they run into is this beacon. And they're like, oh, it's got a sweet landing strip on it. And where else but are we going to go? They also, like, they make it out of the ship and they're like, oh, crap, this thing's toast already. Like, they they escape and then immediately the spaceship that they were saying is so nice is actually crap and they're going to die. And they're like, we have to land, so we'll land here, I guess. And then they get into the planet and they're like, oh, no, we're going to crash. I think that they don't know how to fly a spaceship. They might not know how to fly spaceships. <laughs> I kind of. OK, so when I was watching this whole section, I was thinking, OK, this great spaceship. No, it's a junker. We're never going to make it anywhere. Hey, there's a distress single signal. Let's go help out. Oh, my God, we're caught in a tractor beam. And the villain is terrible at this because instead of just bringing the ship in Mm -hmm. he crashes them so they're gonna die on impact right because they're like tractor beam as fast as you can to the wherever uh it's obviously they're near the ocean but not in the ocean when they crash because her hair is still fabulous uh that's that's the fatal flaw in his uh tractor beam grab people out of the sky plan jackie is he didn't think about them having the ability to just jump out because that's I what think they he do count, <laughs> he counts on the escapes because otherwise his death wouldn't work he needs them to escape yeah, alive right that's true but i don't i don't know I don't it's know. dubious uh, at best but they, either way my point is is that they jumped out of the spaceship that was traveling yeah. at 300 miles per hour <laughs> They are better than Sam, uh, what's his face? The, the beef guy in Shakedown. Yeah, right, right, the beef guy. <laughs> the beef guy. Sam Elliott. 
Okay. So they're separated, and Daria uh, wakes up with her face in the sand. It's pretty kind of funny. Why are you <laughs> just laying like that? She's <laughs> laying like that to get her the front of her bikini wet so we there can see go. some nipples. There you go. That's what she's doing. Well, it's called directing. <laughs> all right. <laughs> ask 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 Jimbo Winerski about that one. <laughs> they should have done the the top secret thing was where she stands up afterwards and she's got a perfect bust in the sand. Yep. <laughs> Skeet surfing. <laughs> I want to watch that movie so bad. That's it. I mean, I wake up and all I can think about is top secret every day. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, so uh, she walks into this jungle. She finds like a rock to walk into, and the rock leads to the jungle, and the jungle leads to a castle, and the castle leads to robots and a guy named Zed, who in leather pants, in leather pants, smells looks, musty. I think they might have had some trouble finding a guy many years later that looked exactly this guy to play him in Pulp Fiction. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking also, um, this guy's a really shitty, uh, oh, God, what the fuck is his name? Uh, Dean. John Ham. John Ham, Not even close. Uh, Dean uh, Dean Stockwell. He's a shitty Dean Stockwell. Yeah. His name's Don Scriber, and he's still kicking around doing like five movies a year. They're really low budget. Dean Stockwell is not kicking around doing five movies a year because the last time he kicked something, it was the bucket. Too too soon. Too soon. I mean, plus I like him. It's just a fact of life. <laughs> Kick in the old. Bucket. They, say, they mention that later in this film with its deeper oh philosophy, kind of. Yeah, right. <laughs> my other option for an intro was life is too precious to hunt people for sport. <laughs> it's a direct quote from this movie. Yeah, great job. A <laughs> uh, no shit. <laughs> Okay, so um, her friends, uh, 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 Tisa's there too. And she's like, "Hey, I when I jumped out, I landed directly on the castle. It was really weird." Uh, and he gave he gave me this cool dress to wear. And you're invited to dinner with some guests who have also crash landed here. And they're like, "Well, that seems unusual." Mm-hmm. Her dress kind of reminds me of a witch's costume that you would buy at Halloween. Okay. Like an Elvira costume, yeah, and I'm thinking Elvira's. you gave that one to the wrong lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is the right lady to give that one to? The chesty one. The lead, because she has the big boobs. Yeah. And the one that's wearing it is like, oh, it's lost on you. The, this whole movie is that uh, famous photo of, uh, oh, I can't remember who was who who, who was looking at him, but uh, uh, looking at, uh, now I can't think of God. Uh, Jane Mansfield's boobs, that famous yeah. picture of like, titty, it's titty envy, this whole movie. <laughs> yeah. It's funny, too, because they're like, where did you get this? And it's like, well, the robot tells her the history of the pirates before dinner. That uh, The pirates, it was a pirate fortress and da, 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 da. And I'm like, halfway through, I'm like, the pirates, of, like, what did they pirate? Mostly Victoria's Secret. Yeah. <laughs> Some hot lingerie coming up. What is Victoria's Secret? He's an old man that lives in Ohio. That's <laughs> <laughs> funny because it's true. <laughs> so his name is Victoria? 
No. He's an old man that lives in Ohio that's making money off of insecurities of young women okay. and girls. That's, that's, isn't that the song? Isn't there a song? Yeah. yeah. Okay. But what's the actual secret, not what some dumb song told you? Like, is it her vagina? It's crotchless panties. It's, it's her vagina, right? No, it's not. It's okay. actually like... That's like Adam and Eve shit. Victoria's Secret is just expensive underwear that's fairly form fitting. Okay. All right. That's the secret. No, yeah, but it's a dude. No, it, when you're sitting in the boardroom and you've got a bunch of guys in ties and you're like, all right, we've got to sell these panties. How are we going to unload all these expensive panties? Let's have a clever name. Let's call it Dave Likes Beef. No, that one's stupid, Gary. You always have the dumbest fucking last week. It was when you're thinking about Taco Bell's name, you came up with fucking beaver shaped food. I mean, fuck off, Gary. And uh, some guy says, OK, well, how about Victoria? She's got a secret. And they're like, well, what's Victoria's secret? What's the man in time? That, that, that she likes getting fucked. OK. All right. Yeah, that's fun. Wait, don't she likes to dress up first. Don't keep it a secret, Victoria. It's OK. Screw around as much as you want. Be an independent, brave, sexually liberated woman. It happens in this movie. Yeah, right. Yeah. So I remember I the say, meaning of life. We'll get to that later. Yeah, I, I will say with Victoria's Secret, I have never owned a pair of their underwear that fit real nice. Even when I was super thin, it was, they always gravitate towards your ass crack. <laughs> That's, yeah. And I really feel like their cuts are made, they're meant for... 18 to 24 and that's the end of it i'll tell you what yeah. every time i get a rash right in the right in the bra strap area whenever i oh that's justin's secret i'm a pretty lady <laughs> jackie knows <laughs> that would explain why my bras are are stretched out in the uh, circumference area yeah because yeah, i've Jackie's got bigger boobs than you jackie <laughs> Where no, it's not the cup, honey. It's the strap that goes around. Oh yeah, it's my huge lats that stretch those out. Every time I, every time I flex, it's like I can hear your underwear ripping because I'm fucking shredded, baby. <laughs> you ever seen Arnold wear somebody's bra? <laughs> That's what I look like. It puts the lotion on its skin, or it gets the hose again. <laughs> and I have to lube up because otherwise I cannot get into these underwears. I don't know. That's a really bad Schwaz impression. <laughs> Usually pretty good. Okay. Um. So, uh, 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 Daria's like, I can't, I can't do dinner right now. I gotta, I'm, I'm a mess. I'm wearing slave stuff that's free that falls out of the sky and uh i just crash landed and slept in sand so uh i'm gonna go take a shower and get dolled up and so she does um she got a herded and uh she got a fancy dress too she comes downstairs and she's like okay what are we having oh dinner's already over it's midnight why are we eating at midnight she said she wasn't going to have dinner. She was going to clean up, even though she would really be fucking hungry. At this point, I'd be like, give me something to eat right now. I'm going to go change. Yeah. Can your robot make me a sandwich? Right. I'll eat it in the shower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really? You ever done that? No. Okay, good. I don't think it would work. 
I don't think it would work either. It would get so gross. <laughs> what happens when? And then imagine if you accidentally just like... ate a little bit of soap and then you had diarrhea for like three hours. No, you'd have to just like open the shower door, dart in with the sandwich pressed to your chest and your back to the water and just shove it in your face like a squirrel in the corner of the shower like it was a shameful secret eating. I got it down before... The shower, and then you like cough it up and stand, and it would be awful. <laughs> or, or the ass end of it when you get down there it ends up like a subway sandwich that always blows out the ass end, and then you, <laughs> all your turkey falls on the floor. <laughs> and you <laughs> slip on it, and you have to get stitches. <laughs> oh, yeah! Don't eat a sandwich in the shower. That's, that's, that's your weekly safety tip from Stinger Madness. It's a bad idea. In fact, they should put disclaimers on them before somebody gets hurt. No, no sandwiches. They, no, they just on every sandwich a sticker. Do not eat in shower. That's weird. I just made this sandwich and there's a sticker on it. That's the government at work, right? That's overregulation, buddy. Where's Jesse Helms? Vote yeah, Republican for freedom and death in the shower. <laughs> Look, we got trains coming off the train tracks right now. These goddamn Democrats are trying to ban sandwiches in the shower. <laughs> what is this? I thought it was America. <laughs> That's some French politics right there. Oh, we, we, we eat baguettes all the time in the shower. <laughs> we do not die. <laughs> okay. <sighs> We're not doing this movie justice. There's a lot of fun stuff in this movie, and we're having fun with it outside. Okay, so uh, also Rick. Rick is there, and his sister Shayla. Hey, Rick. Hi, Rick. <laughs> Rick the dick. Good to see and you then, again, Rick, in every movie ever. Shayla is, like, kind of sweet on Zed a little bit here. Yeah, yeah, she is. She's like, he's amazing at playing the acrylic his stick. fucking that- theremin. <laughs> he's got a goddamn theremin. Bullshit. What's that? Uh, it's a... Holographic therapy. When you see when you see sound, Sarah uh Sarah Laser Harp. No, 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 no. When you have that superpower and you can see sound and uh, it's like called I don't know what Metamucil or something like being on acid. It's being on acid, that's what it's called. <laughs> uh he's he's got that. He's got a theremin that makes pretty fucking lights. Yeah. They have these now, they're like all laser harps. <laughs> Still gotta build a theremin. I should be doing that. You should Take it to the next level and just add the laser part, and you have a laser heart. Yeah, and then like a keyboard that just makes weird, like, and then like I could tinkle with the uh, Twilight Zone theme at the same time. And you'd have to get Back to the Future glasses from McDonald's Happy Meals off of eBay, and some for Winston. And there's your music video. That's a million views on YouTube right there. Yep, done. Boom. Sweet. Okay. Zed's got when he plays his bullshit thing, mm-hmm. he's about to play it, and he's like, "Would you like to hear it?" And she's like, "Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> I need some fresh air." And then Rick's like, "I'll join you." You're the, and then you- they like walk six feet away and start uh-huh. talking under their voices. <laughs> they they know he's the guitar guy at parties. Hey, anybody want to hear me play the guitar? No. Why'd you bring uh-uh. a guitar to a party, you jackass? <laughs> well, I thought maybe. <laughs> Fuck off. One really because drunk they, chick might think I'm awesome yeah. and have sex with nope, me. No, she does not. That's she d- never works. She is currently banging me, not you. 
if you're good enough to get banged from your guitar playing, you're on stage, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you're taking your pick. Oh, oh, let's... Yeah, I, I'm going to say as a lady, I have never went for the guitar guy at the nobody, party. Nobody I goes for like, the guitar guy. What a douchebag. <laughs> I remember one time I walked by and kind of tipped my drink over his guitar and was like, oh, I'm so sorry, because I was like, quit playing. You yeah. suck, asshole. That's a good move. I like yeah. that. And he's Oops. like, my guitar. What the hell, bitch? And I'm like, see, ladies, this is why you don't want this guy. And he's yeah. fucking fumbling. He's fumbling through the intro to Thunderstruck. And you're like, whoa, dude, that's going <laughs> to drop some panties. <laughs> fucking yeah. Angus Young, dude. Nice. I can almost play some police. Do you want to hear it? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Come on. I've been practicing message in a bottle for like a week. <laughs> Okay. If I skip three notes, I can play. I've been watching you, but like three three notes every bar. It kind of sounds like it. <laughs> All right. Um. So they also it, it gets exposed that Zed is a big hunter, which is pretty obvious because he's got a bunch of stuffed uh, uh, aliens and he's got a fucking woolly mammoth there. I don't know how he got his hands on that, uh, but you know they're all over his castle. The ones in the dining room are actually taxidermy quite yeah, nicely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know they're in poses. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They look good. They're well maintained. Not like later. Not like later. Um, so Rick is like, hey, uh, Daria. Um, well, he's doing the guitar guy thing. Uh, I used to have a bunch of friends that <laughs> crash landed, and I haven't seen them so much lately. In fact, I haven't seen them at all. Huh. And he's only pretending to be drunk so that he doesn't get killed. And he's like, there's sinister things at work here. And he's ready to stab Zed to death at any point. But if I'm, if he thinks I'm super drunk, that is a line that he won't cross. I, get, I, don't, I don't know what the super drunk thing is. Nobody I think he's on to a drunk. Well, he's on to Zed. Yeah, but why nobody. would Zed be like, oh, well, that guy's drunk. I'm not going to fuck with him. It's no fun. Oh. Yeah. Oh, he's a sportsman, huh? He rubs his scar throughout the movie, like, just longing for that time that it almost killed him. Yeah, okay. Oh, I thought he had psychic powers. No. (laughs) I thought he just had headaches. Nope, he's rubbing his scar like he's masturbating to almost getting killed. Okay, all right. Mm. Nice. Nice job, movie. That's good. It's good stuff right there. All right, Zed's like, um, all right, nobody wants to bang, so, um... Let's all go to bed. It's midnight. You, you, it's bedtime. Go, go tuck each other in and read, read a nice story to each other. Uh, well, and like the sister totally wants to be his girlfriend because she's like, oh, he's always sending us off to bed at midnight. Mm-hmm. Ah, and then she like throws her hand out there like, kiss me, fool. And then he's like, good night. <laughs> uh, and she's and- like, don't you want to bang me? And he's like. Not if you're willing. Yeah, right. No shit. Yeah. Uh, okay. I have a thing with that. No. All right. So Dar- I don't want a girlfriend. Daria here goes to bed, and, and in the middle of the night, she hears uh, some laser blasts and some screams. And uh, then Rick comes in, uh, and he's like, hey, uh, my sister's missing. And she's like, oh, I thought you were here for a different reason. Uh, can we go find her? Uh, yeah, I guess if that's I guess if that's what we're doing tonight, Rick. Mm-hmm. So they go look for, and they go straight to this forbidden room that was during dinner was like, you can't like, what's it behind that door? Well, we don't go in there, but then they just go straight right into it. Well, that's where the sinister is 
business is happening, they think, yeah, right? Because Rick's onto him. Why not put a lock and on then, your door, Zed? If it's forbidden, he did. put a lock on the door. He did. Okay. How'd they get in there? Because uh, Tisa had already found the key and unlocked it and was in there mm. already when they went in, remember? Okay. Yep. I see. All right. And this is technically called the trophy room. Yeah, right. Which he only shows to you right before he starts to hunt you. I actually call it the Max Headroom. I'll see myself out. Zed Room. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, there's heads on the walls all over. They look like doo-doo. He's got a predator yeah. chair. He, trophy. he does, yeah. The throne of... Throwing a game of skulls. Yeah. Uh, it's that stuff that makes bone. Keratin. It's the keratin. No, that makes fingernails. Okay. All right. I don't know what bone's made out of. Bone, I guess. Bone. Yeah. It's a bone chair. Calcium? Yeah, calcium. Game of calcium. And some other stuff? The iron, the calcium throne. Whatever. I, I'm trying to make an iron throne joke and it sucks and we should uh, pretend it never happened. Moving on. Yeah. yeah. And at this point, you realize that he's just become a lazy fuck about his trophy room because, like, he's just chopping their heads off willy nilly. Mm -hmm. We see the one guy, his, you know, they didn't even bother to taxidermy him. They just kind of shoved his head head onto a spike. Yeah, they're just shoved on a spike on the thing, right? And those aren't going to last, bud. It probably smells terrible in there. Awful. Real bad. Brains? Brains aren't good. I mean, brains are delicious, but uh, not good. If you're, you gotta get those out of there and put them in a Jello mold, buddy. Maybe he clear coats all of it or something. <laughs> he epoxies it. Yeah, out of hold. That's why, that's why Rick looks so shitty later because he's just covered in epoxy. It's like perfectly preserved. And they're like, well, it doesn't smell, but it looks like shit. Yeah, why are they so glossy? <laughs> uh, yeah. Um. Okay. So. They get in there. Tiss is already down there. Uh, they see Zed returning with his newest victim, and they're like, ah, run away, and they run upstairs. Uh, Zed comes in, and he's just got a bag, and he his robots like do something to the corpse that's in the bag, and its head comes off. Like, they, they don't... No. Okay. That's what's happening here, is that this table... Is his taxidermy stop. I just figured this yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so they put the head on the table. It seals it however it's going to seal it. Mm-hmm. Because he cuts Rick's head off later, right? Right. Shrink right. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, so this they set it on the table, and the table does whatever it needs to do to make the room not smell bad, and you can just stick it right on the wall. The table yes. makes the head... Because it glows. Like, something happens to it, and it was just a head the whole time, right? No, I thought there was a whole bag. It was just, he, the robots suck, and it takes both of them to carry a bag with a head in it. Because <laughs> okay. there's nothing else in the bag. All right, all right, so whatever. Okay, uh, Daria and Rick, they sneak out this window upstairs, and they're like, we're going to go get the, the sister, we're going to find her, and then we're going to kill Zed, because we can't get to the spaceship uh, without killing Zed, because the robots will like stop us, but if Zed's dead... Then the robots will be like, well, I guess we don't have anything to do now. Uh, and we'll get out of here. And so that's their plan. They may amend their plan later when they get more experience with these robots. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe we can just pick these off one at a time, and then Zed's the one to worry about. Yeah, right. Well, back in the headroom, uh, Zed has got Shayla chained up, uh, and he's getting her prepped for for rape. He's getting her rape prepped. Was she in the closet? What was she? Like, we were just in that room, and she wasn't there, and now she's there. She wasn't there, so she was like... Being sedated in a closet yeah, somewhere, yeah. and then he like chains her up after he gets back and dresses her up in lingerie mm-hmm. so he can just rip it off of her. Yeah, man, good thing I've got all that pirate lingerie because I sure am not kind to these clothes. No, and then his robots are like helpful with the raping as well, like they've got that training in them. So I guess, like, she's chained to the front of the table mm. and the robot's tickling her feet <laughs> and he's just watching and going like, oh, this is what I'm going to make you definitely want to not have sex with me and then I'm going to rape you. Gucci goo, Gucci, Gucci, Gucci. It's weird. It is weird. Um, And then they cut to him smoking a cigarette. Yeah. And the robot's giving him, like, a massage. Right. Yeah. On the bone throne. Like, good job, buddy. Way to rape it up. Yeah. You're a big boy. You're a big boy. You made a big one. <laughs> That's my little man. You big boy, says the robot to him. Make him feel good. Okay, so Daria and Rick, they are out in the jungle and they set up traps. And then Tissa's just wandering around the castle and she goes into the headroom and she sees that Shayla's unconscious, and she's like, Oh, okay, that's where she's at. Um, and then Zed's like, uh, uh, Go check on the guests. They should all be sleeping, robots. And this robot comes out. And he's and she, so Tessa's like, shit, gotta go. So she runs upstairs. She, she, she does a quick change into some sleeky lingerie, comes back down. No, she, she was She's running that, that the whole, the time. whole oh, okay. time. All right, whatever. She just comes down the stairs and is like, I just so want to go swimming. Yeah. And he's like, I have to check the rooms. And she's like, I'm going to take my shirt off and go that way. You do whatever you want. And the robot's like. I'm going to follow her because this android loves titties. He does. He does indeed. Oh, Mr. Android. Oops, he poops and my bra fell off. (laughs) (laughs) Benny Hill. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So he follows her out uh, to the ocean and uh, this other robot shows up. And he's like, hey, uh, back to work, Phil. He's like, put up boobies. And no, you you got floors This was mop. probably the best part of the whole it's movie. It's pretty funny. I'm going to tell on you. The <laughs> You're a tattletale. Managerial dispute between two yes. robots who couldn't talk before. And You're not my boss, robot. <laughs> <laughs> Once her top comes off and she just starts wandering around doing a titty show in the ocean... The argument gets more heated because he's missing it. Right. And his closing statement to his his uh, co-worker is, you displease me and I ignore you. <laughs> and then he walks off. That's <laughs> 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 uh, pretty funny. And also, Daria and Rick are like sneaking around these two robots who are arguing. I don't know what you guys are doing down by the beach, but whatever. They're like they're waving at Tessa. They're like, Tessa, look, it's us. Hey. <laughs> she's like, Shh. yeah, this actually makes sense now that I think about it, that she's like, you need to run more distraction because they're just trying to get back to the fortress. Right. 
and they're on their way there. But and so why did it, you go down to sense. the beach? You were, we know that the beach, the jungle is in between it's, the beach and the castle. They were in the jungle. Yeah, they went no, the wrong direction. <laughs> they're just flirting with disaster <laughs> for fun. Well, let's go see if the fish are biting. That's where the fish live. Uh, so they sneak back into the castle just as uh, Zed is coming in to check on them. And he hears, she's like, do the thing from all the movies where you press me against the wall and kiss and then the guards can't see us and um, they move on. And we have this awkward exchange afterwards like, hey, we're superheroes and now we've kissed each other. And you kind of taste like wintergreen. Um, is that usual? Uh, and uh, she is like, get off me. And he falls on the it's floor. It's funny because she's, like, she's like, we need to make this convincing. Doobie. And then she takes off her shirt and he's like, it's going to be convincing because I just blew a load in my pants. Also, Zed comes in and he sees them screwing or what he thinks to be screwing in his bed. And he's like, ah, just the way I like it. New people screwing in my bed. Mm, yeah, right. Yeah, it's like he's proud of himself. Like, I did that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Aren't I a matchmaker? <laughs> no, those those fucking idiots don't know that I sleep in my chair. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and screw on that bed, you weirdos. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like an evil Cupid. Pew, pew. <laughs> <laughs> I was I had a genuine level of suspense when they were trying to get to inside before he made it back. I was like, oh, wow. And I wrote it down. Genuine suspense that actually had me kind of like, ooh, a little uncomfortable. Yeah, it was uh, it was fun. OK, um, so they pour. And then Rick comes out and he's like, do, 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 the stars are out and the sun is shining. And that doesn't make sense, but I'm feeling good. And then gets punched right in the face <laughs> by a robot. Yeah. Mid-strike. Zed goes downstairs. He's happy because he's like, maybe this does make sense. He's like, hey, he's not drunk. He just got his rocks off. So he's about as hot to trot as he's going to get. Mm -hmm. Let's go get him. Yeah, right. He's all fired up. Oh, that makes. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah, but the awkward conversation that they have after they get done having sex, it was like, oh, yeah, we reason to live. Oh, my God. Uh uh. It's she's not her reason to live. She's like, I remember. What it's like, why I want to be alive. <laughs> and I guess it's feeling alive is what they were going for. But what it turns out to be is that, oh, I remember my reason for living, getting banged by randos. No, she says, well, she says that, but it's not getting banged by randos. She says, I remember my reason to live. And then she rolls over and says, and it's you, Rick. Okay. Uh, you guys just met yesterday. I missed. <laughs> And it'll be Steve tomorrow. <laughs> it's you, Rick. Today. 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 <laughs> I remembered. I remember. Uh, Alexa, set a reminder that uh, reason to live. Thursday's Phil. Okay. So uh, he gets punched out. Says like, here, here's a gun. You got an hour for that thing to charge up and then we can fight. Uh, but run. Ten minutes. 10 minutes. Oh, I thought, yeah, it was 10 minutes, the hours later. Yeah. Yeah. So get out of here. Damn. And then his gun looks like a pocket pussy. Does indeed look like something you would insert your penis into without a lady's involvement. Mm. Just pretty much everything. So 
And you're wondering here, like, you know that Rick's not going to do it because the movie would be over. Uh, but he's really incompetent, even for Rick's standards Wait, here. Wait, you're telling me that Rick is not Danton? No. Dude, yeah, Rick is not Danton. <laughs> you can tell that from the beginning, but you didn't think he was going to be this shitty at it because he was told 10 minutes and then he like runs into the jungle and starts, stops running and then starts fucking with the gun when it's only been like five minutes. I'm like, Jesus Christ, Rick. Yeah. 10 minutes. It'll just come on when it's ready. You know how I knew he wasn't in because when we met him, he didn't have his shirt off. Yeah. That's how you tell. Dan. <laughs> okay. All right. So, uh, after the chase, uh, he shoots, he finally charges up and he fires his shot. And apparently fucking Zed's really good at dodging bullets. Cause he dives out of the way and it shoots one of the robots. And then he's like, Oh no, I got to run some more. And he wanders into like, uh, this giant spider web, I guess it's supposed to be a spider web, but even though we never see fucking Shelob or anything like that, it's just, it's just I, some, saran wrap on ropes. I was maybe a little disappointed that they didn't try to throw in a giant spider here. Yeah. Cause that would have helped with the character of Zed too, that he actually <laughs> got to kill something that was hard because at this hunt, he's disappointed at this. Mm. He's like, you tripped and fell down. Mm. You shot one of my fucking robots I'm, and then you just get trapped in a spider web that, and drop your gun. There's not even spiders on this Island. This, like this. I, I don't even want to shoot yeah, you. You went you're out so of your way this. to suck. You, you, you tried hard to blow. Do the other try hard to not blow. You missed a vital point of the whole. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. You're done. Bang, bang. And, uh, Rick's dead. Now I'm going to go rape your sister. Yeah. Dead guy. That was weird. My Skype just like did a fucking secession uh, cinematography angle change on me. Like it zoomed in and like also shook the camera. It was, did you guys see that at all? It was cool. I did. <laughs> it was a very cool yeah, movie like, effect. Like, man. I should try to do this more. I like the podcast would be a lot more interesting if we had cinematography. Like we're not going to show it on YouTube, it'd still be audio. But if we had cinematography here for our own purposes, for, like, it would be very dramatic for the three of us. Ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, Sam's doing the vertigo shot. Look at him go! Oh, he's getting closer and further away at the same time. Whoa! <laughs> What? Shaggy doesn't know what the vertigo shot is. Okay. Yeah, be quiet down there in the corner. <clears throat> From my perspective, you're in the corner. Sam, uh, set, I set it up. I set, would you like help with the joke, Sam? I don't make jokes that involve Patrick Swayze. Oh, God damn it. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, uh, uh, he's dead. Uh, he cut to the ladies. They're all chained up somehow. He's like, hey, uh, uh, I drugged you at some point. <laughs> and now you're on this wall chained up. Yeah. Huh, I don't remember in, that. In shitty slave outfits. Yeah, you're back in your slave again. outfits. They're free. Yeah. Universe provides. The dude vibes and the universe provides. That's what I always say, said Zed. 
He does some uh, monologuing here about how women are more fun to hunt mm-hmm. because they're clever and unpredictable. Yes. He's like using misogyny mm-hmm. as a compliment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, he rounds the bases for bad guy. Yeah, he sure does. He sure does. Uh, and there, oh, he's like, meanwhile, that one sister lady, she's still trying to be his girlfriend. No, she's not. Cause he's like, no, she, she hates him. She, he's like, uh, and behind door number one is your boy, your brother's head and your boyfriend's head. And the sister's like, Ooh, <laughs> like, whoa, whoa. How about, how about you tone down the mental breakdown right there? Shayla. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not Rick. He was kind of a douche. <laughs> and uh, Daria's Daria has no emotion. You boned that guy less than two hours ago, and his head's up on that wall, and you're like, "Yeah, who's that? <laughs> who's that? <laughs> Why am I supposed to be? Sh- Who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> you you had sex with him just two hours ago. Well, yeah. I, I don't remember that." Obviously, he had a micro penis because if he huh. was worth a damn, I would have remembered. I heard you screaming pretty good through the door. You know, it's all about the ride. Sometimes you just need to make them think that they're on a Disney cruise and they're riding the wave in and they're doing a great job. But when you're really just like, oh, hurry up. This is so fucking awkward. Or, you know, she used him to get where she needed to go, but he was a bit of a scooter. Mm. And they see his his sister and and Daria see his head, and they're like, "I bet he didn't put up much of a fight." <laughs> but he didn't. <sighs> the fun part of the monologue, though, is he warns of something called the Phantom Zone, and I'm like, "Oh Jesus oh, Christ, the, the Phantom Zone, man. really? Are you really? Are you gonna fucking run into Zod in there?" Like. What's her name? Denise Cross, not Denise Crosby. Boy, I sure don't like her. Uh, the Sarah Crosby, Sarah, God. Sarah Arnold, Sarah, J- Sarah Danes, <clears throat> the good-looking lady from Superman Two. <clears throat> Sarah Douglas. Sarah Douglas. I knew she had two first names. Because Danes is a first name in... You can never trust somebody with two first names. In Denmark. Okay. So, uh, where the fuck are we? Okay. So, he's like, here's here's your knives. Here's your knives. You got an hour. Uh, 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 robots, cut their, cut their chains. Cut their zip ties. Here's your knives, lady. Uh, I'm four feet away from you right now. Within arm and knife distance, but I just want an arm and knife distance again. I just want to stab that said right in the heart. Then fucking do it. The robots kind of in between. The never robots really, do you don't, what? They don't. They've never seen the robots do anything this entire time except for fucking jerk off to a naked lady. They don't. Yeah, they're mostly butlers to these. They gals. could kill him right here. Just stab him. Yeah, he's monologuing and. That's when you kill the bad guy, yeah. when he monologues. Look, I, yeah. I, I, I've got a gun. <laughs> uh-huh. I'll just shoot him. Okay. But they don't. They're like, ah, let's go trot in our bikinis. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, also, bef- hey, ladies, before you leave, 
before you go trotting, uh, here's a map to guns. <laughs> here's a map to guns. <laughs> a temple of guns. Watch out for the Phantom Zone! Zone, and zone! Then Shyla, after they get about 10 feet away, she's like, I'm just going to wait right here and kill him. He's not going to expect that. And they're like, maybe we should have done that a minute ago. They're like, maybe, maybe we should... Do exactly what he expects us to do. Make a run for those guns. Shayla, clearly you have a plan that would work. We can't do that. we got to play right into where, what he wants us to do. Yeah. Plus, they really need to find the relaxation log. The relaxation log. We'll get to the, the relaxation, relaxation log, log in a minute is, here. Yeah. Um, when they're making their way through the jungle... One of the traps has been set. By who? And the other. Or who? Well, one of the zombies just Whom? walked into it. Uh, what are they doing out of the Phantom Zone? They just wander around out there. Then maybe you should they were like, wandering around out there the, the night of. The night of? When the, when they set the traps. Oh, yeah. There was there's this like guy just came out of the woods. But then he heard like a lion's roar and was like, ah, run away. They seem like yeah. they're okay guys. <laughs> I have questions about these guys because they're wearing Dockers and Birkenstocks, I think. <laughs> so, but either way, then they get to the next trap mm -hmm. and she says, this whole tree is going to fall. And I'm like, this is pretty large and elaborate traps for one night of work with a pocket knife. Yeah, what are you guys, fucking Ewoks or something? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking kill some stormtroopers with your sticks. Yub nub. Yub nub is what they said. <laughs> okay, so uh, the map falls out of uh, Tissa's bra, and Daria's like, because of course it did. Because <laughs> your titties are small. A little bit of titty club. <laughs> yeah, if I would have put it in, on my big tits, it would have been trapped forever. We wouldn't have even been able to get it out. We didn't need pliers. Because <laughs> I, I don't know if you saw, but my boobs are big. <laughs> she throws hard shade on Tissa's yeah. tiny tits. Hard shade. <laughs> Where in reality, you know, the big tit girl was probably sweating underneath her tits and the map would have been under there yeah, and all slimy, the ink would have ran. Yeah, titty residue. Yeah. Uh <laughs> also, it wasn't much of a map. No. <laughs> It was like there's point A and point B. It's there wasn't any cardinal directions on it. So like Tissa decides that it's her fault, so she should go back for it. But somebody should be like, you know what? Let's just keep going. That wasn't much of a map. Damn it! My small chest has ruined the day again. <laughs> Android liked it. I liked it. It's fine. Every time somebody has to rely on my boobs to save the day, I'm I'm a disappointment to everyone I know. <laughs> My yeah, father never like, loved me. <laughs> the only way for us to survive right now is if you smash this between your boobs. God damn it. <laughs> All right. So the others, the, the other two, because uh, Tess is like, I'll go back and get it. Uh, the other two are like, well, let's just go back to the castle. Uh, what? No, they're going to go on to the temple. Without her, yes. Oh, I thought they said that. With no I map. Said, let's. I thought they said let's go back because they're they're having a powwow on the log of restful meditation. Yeah, with the fan blowing up and their hair is going <laughs> everywhere, and it's really sexy. 
And then they're like, well, maybe we should go back and try to help find the map because that was kind of dick to just let her go. Right. Yeah, they they decided to go back and we should keep note that they on screen, they go to screen left to go back when they are right. on the resting log. Yeah, that's true. It has a lovely painting underneath oh, it. Oh, man. A nice little mm-hmm. brook running through there. And, I mean, they paid for that painting, so they got to use it in the film, Sam. Yeah. Uh, so they go back, and they're like, oh, hey, there she is. And Tessa's like, oh, hey, um, Zed's right there. Like, right there. Yeah. I'm right here. He can see me, and he can see you, and you can see him. But he's right there, and nobody moves. And they're like, we got to help. And Shayla's like, well, there's only one thing to do. And she jumps up and runs and gets immediately knife gunned because he's got a knife gun now. It's a cro- It's a mini crossbow, so it's just a tiny bolt. But before he it was a laser gun. You know, he's because this is so sporting and he's so hopeful of this. He's using conventional weapons against. Oh, them. my God. Well, he's got twins. He's got two. He's double. He's two handing. it. You know what? Dual wielding. A fucking crossbow is a knife gun, Sam. It is. It fires a bolt. It is. It is a historical but cross. It's a historical it's knife gun. Not really. It's a bolt because a knife gun would. We've seen what that is, and it it just shoots a knife <laughs> out of a gun. Could I best movie prop ever? If, if I only if money couldn't buy knives and all I had were crossbow bolts, could I cut my steak? Now, it would be fairly difficult, but, but I think possible. you could do it. But po- then it's a knife gun. Ah, then it's a knife ah, gun. no. Because you can have one that just has a pointy tip, and you would never cut steak with it. Mm. You could just stab it over and over again. <laughs> Die. 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 Dead steak Dead that is steak. cooked. <laughs> I have just to make you a knife gun. Okay. Beat the shit out of you and then eat you with my hands. <laughs> And so they're like, oh, no, she's dead. She sacrificed herself. We didn't even talk about, like, other ways, like, maybe we should shoot at him because he's fucking right there or throw our knives or whatever. Like, five minutes ago, we walked right in front of Tisa and she didn't stab him in the back. She didn't fucking stab him in the back when he set off that trap. Like, God damn it. (laughs) You idiot. Walked right past her, like, a foot away. Dumbass. Well, okay. Well, uh, uh, Sorry. Sorry about my small bust line ruining everything again. That has nothing to do. Shut up. You don't know tiny tits are not big booby lady. You know what I'd like to be me. I'll jam a stick in the ground and Zed walks right fucking into it. Stick goes right up his ass. <laughs> yep. He's in his, maybe it's in his leg, I think. It's but in yeah, his leg in the leg. movie, but the only possible place that that stick could go based off of physics is is his ass or his taint yeah. like it takes some balls on the way and then right little vlad you know, the impaler his balls or his scrotum is on the end of it he <laughs> says zed was here <laughs> because i am his balls <laughs> they are detached <laughs> hey zed you drop something oh shit <laughs> Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, we got to pace down. <laughs> so meanwhile, he sits down mm-hmm. and the robots are like giving him medical aid. The sort of. They're giving him like a weird scarf to tie around his yeah. leg. But he's there for like 
I don't know. It seems like at least a half an hour. He sits down a lot of notes. I've got a lot of notes between when he gets injured and when he gets back up. But anyways, uh, the ladies find the gun temple entrance. They they make it back to the resting log, have a fucking mundane conversation, and then walk back the wrong way. (laughs) Because they leave screen left again. No, you have to go the other way, but they can't go the other right. way because there's not actually it's, anything it's, there. It's a set. It's a drop off. <laughs> Just walk into the wall. Right. Okay. Uh, they're like, oh, uh, speak, friend, and enter. Do you know Elfish? And it turns out she does. And she hits the right button and the door opens up and they're like, let's go in. Yay. Free guns. 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 Yeah. She's like, time and space are different in here. It's the Phantom Zone. It's like, Tisa, I think we're in the Phantom Zone. Where did you go? Rules of time and physics don't apply here. But really, we could just walk. Through stuff. Like, it's just a path it's just, with some smoke in it. Just a smoke machine. Yeah, it's just misty. <laughs> oh, and they're zombies. They seem... Zombies slash, like, snake people? It's No, it's just a really ugly guy in dockers in a flannel. I, I think true. they're just the locals. Yeah. They're townies. And they're like... He puts his arm on her shoulder and hey. she's like, die, fucker. She cuts his fucking like, throat open. Gonna help you find the gun. She doesn't like, she doesn't react like, ah, and then like just slashes randomly. She reaches forward very methodically and cuts his throat open, which at no point in time does she say, I panicked. I am sorry, sir. She keeps going like, yeah. Get it in there. <laughs> Bloodlust. Yeah. Dick, move, lady. You just killed that guy. But that's okay, because Tessa's killing guys, too. Yeah. Uh, and then Tessa finds the, the guy from the mutant cyborg mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. from the beginning of the movie. And she's like, this must be the guns and tries to start <laughs> taking his arm off. <laughs> That's a weird shape. He's for like, a gun. stop that! I didn't know guns and could then, be man shaped. Yeah, he she keeps tugging on it, and then she's like, "Oh, I guess that's not coming off." And he turns around, and he's like, "Ha ha, I'm awake!" And he takes her. God, if I had a nickel for every time I had to tell some lady that's not coming off when she starts tugging on me. The irony is, five is that cents. I pay for. Can I have a nickel back? <laughs> the lady's trying to, yeah, tear me apart. And, yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's what the nickel back is supposed to be about. Oh, bands oh, named after oh, shitty oh, tug oh, jobs. Because their songs are shitty tug jobs. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. Uh, like yeah, so he hugs around your feet. <laughs> he he uh, hugs her to sleep instantaneously, right, too. That yeah. was pretty fun. That's nice. She needed a nap. He's he carrying her. He doesn't kill her. He's carrying mm-hmm. her. So we'll have to get with, I'm going to have to save this, what he wants with her later, because he, by the time he's carrying her around the gun area, uh-huh. uh, Daria's already found a really big gun and shoots him with it. She, and he, then, he like presents Tissa. He's like, hi, I've got your friend. And she's like, yeah, pow, 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 with sonic rounds. Uh, 
Laser Sonic. Yeah. So they're then, like, okay, we got the guns. Let's lock and load. And that's finally when Zed's like, oh, I'm feeling a little better. I'll just take my bandage off. Zed, you're bleeding on out. On the resting log. On the resting log, that's right. I loved the gun pose, though. The lock and load? When, yeah, when she, like, she totally, Daria totally poses, leg up. Mm -hmm. She's got the Captain Morgan and the gun perfectly sideways. Right. Like, she could be a silhouette. And then Tisa does the lock and load, and I clapped in, by myself in my office. Hell yeah. So some badass bitches right now. Yeah. Yep, yeah, so Zach's back. Or Zed, Zach. Zed's back, thanks to the magic log. Magic resting log. And uh, the ladies head out of the temple, and the cyborg's following them. Kind of. He's more like wandering around aimlessly. It's really weird. But... They have this shootout with Zed on the fucking magic resting log. Yeah. And Daria falls off in onto where whatever's behind the painting. I'm assuming a mattress and uh, some crew guys. Some it's, it's just some guys catcher. Yeah. Yeah. Want to get some uh, craft services now? One of one of if it's actually I don't know if Charlie's people were like that, but the camera was on so the. Um, the only place you can catch her, Sam, is her chest. I mean, it's just, a, it's that big. Yeah. <laughs> Look, if the other one had felled, we, we could have been professional gentlemen. But the only place to grab her by is her tits. <laughs> mm -hmm. Charles? I tried to <laughs> grab something else, but your tits were in the yeah. way. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but not really. Thank you. Thank you for a very special day. All right, so uh, she's gone, and uh, Zed, he takes Tissa back to the castle for some rapins, and uh, the cyborg is just lost. He's like, there's just shots of him just, like, standing in the forest going, is it that way or that? I should not have gone left, exit stage left, on that magic log, because that does lead to nowhere. Mm-hmm. So he's about to rape Tessa, mm -hmm. and that's when Daria shows back up. She climbed back up some vine and now is a gladiator. She is dressed like Achilles. <laughs> yeah, too bad she doesn't have the, the pitchfork in the net, Sam. She could have done some real damage. Yeah. <laughs> pitchfork. Yeah, no, it was because when Tessa gets up, she, Tisa gets up, she's like, go get some weapons off the wall. And she's pretty leisurely about it. Mm -hmm. I was hoping she was going to grab the net and the... Because then he would have been fucked with the sword and the shield and the oh, net yeah, and the, the trident. No. He'd have no chance. He would have just given up right then. Yeah, Brick Tambling comes in with a grenade. Yeah. It's all over. Uh, Yeah, so she's fucking... They fight, they're fighting. And uh, speaking of Achilles in Greek mythology, the, the uh, robots fire lasers that they just now realize, oh, yeah, we forgot we had the power of lasers out of our chest. Sorry, we could have used that earlier. Uh, at Tissa, but she grabs a plate, chest chest armor, and it bounces off and hits another one of the robots like Persis fighting uh, Medusa. Yeah. And uh, it's looking bad. Zed has knocked the sword from Daria's hand. But then the cyborg mutant just kind of berserkers on in there. Mm-hmm. 
still unclear what his motivations are other than I think he really likes Tisa and uh, just kicks the shit out of Zed and the robot. He, he, he vaporizes, he electrifies the robot. The robot's neutralized or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then he just beats the living shit out of Zed and then he starts heading for Tisa and then Daria bonks him with a club and he disappears into a poof of light. The mace of glass? Why yeah, it's a glass the glass mace of disappearance sins. Yeah. It should be on the mantle. That's a that's a pretty it's a pretty powerful uh, relic he got there. I'm now questioning why they don't finish Zed off, but they just kind of hop over his body and head for the spaceship. Well, they're like, oh, that, uh, the escape ship. Oh, it turns out it was just right over there. Huh. <laughs> it's just right over there. Yeah. Also, like in the whole fight scene, Tisa has a sigh that ends up being a sigh. Uh, she never uses it. Womp, womp, womp. Womp, womp. That's the weapon I got right now is a womp womp. <laughs> And then they get into the spaceship, and it's got, like, leopard print seats. Yeah, it's his shaggin' wagon, Jackie. It's his fucking, uh, it's it's, uh, Jeff Goldblum's uh, birthday party ship from Thor Ragnarok. It's mostly for orgies. Yeah, and they're like, oh, it's voice controlled. Add bananas to the shopping list. And then they almost die. Please. (laughs) Fly away, please. We don't have that song, but you can have it for an additional six ninety nine. On and then you accidentally fall for it once, and they still don't have the song for the six bucks a month. Now playing "Come Fly with Me" by Frank Sinatra. Yeah, on Amazon Music. God damn it! No, I want to fly away. <laughs> now playing "Fly Away" by uh, fucking Lenny Kravitz. No, 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 no! <laughs> don't play that. Mushrooms and pep. Mushrooms and pepperoni on a large Domino pizza. Do I have that order right? No. Okay, so uh, Zed, he's stumbling around. He's bleeding from the neck for from getting bonked or something. I don't know. And the robot kind of cut the shit him. out of him. The robot, the more mutant cyborg. Yeah, there's a lot of pokey things on him, yeah, I guess. right? Okay. So, you well, lose Tessa, Tisa had scratched him. She on the with neck. her hand. Yep. Yeah. Late. That's why he's bleeding from his neck. Those are... He seems like he's bleeding from a lot of spots, and yeah. he's pretty beat up. Cat claws. Okay. Um. So he stumbles to his throne. The ladies, uh, he sits down, and the ladies take off, and then Zed's like, I hit the self-destruct button wait, on my house. Speeding through this too much. One, they should just fly straight up and into outer space. Right. But uh, Daria's like... I'm going to take us through this canyon first. <laughs> so she takes him through Beggar's Canyon yeah, right. while peril is to be had. <laughs> and then eventually they fly into space and start bickering like just cat ladies again for like the 60th time. And uh, Zed's got a detonation thing. And you're like, oh, fuck, he's going to detonate this the ship. They're not going to get away. Right. And he pushes it down. And he detonates himself? He blows up his house. or And or the planet, we're not real sure. He doesn't even blow it up. He just electrifies the piss mm-hmm. out of it and kills anything that's in there, and it's still there. He's like, I have lost a fight, therefore this 
underwear pirate fortress should go to someone else. <laughs> and then the ladies are like, whoa, that was a close one. What should we do now? I know. Let's do Star Trekking. We've got a yep. whole galaxy to explore. Let's go out there and see it. Mm-hmm. Yay. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. Jackie, questions? What is the cyborg's deal? <laughs> yeah, I, it's like a dual part question. What does he want? What is yeah? What is his deal? Let me let me let's start here and let me ask you guys a question because I wasn't paying. I guess I wasn't clear on the beginning when he's the be- very beginning and he's got another slave Leia lady. Does he shoot at her at all? Is there any harm that he no. commits upon that woman? He does not. Then I he looks. I think he just is lonely. Then yeah. So I think I have what's going on here. On either side of the island, there's a fortress. Okay. The cyborg mutant mm-hmm. and his docker boys mm-hmm. are in one, and then Zed and the two robots are in the other. Mm-hmm. Anytime somebody crashes there, Zed wants to hunt them, and he wants to put them in his harem. Oh, okay. And he's just on the losing end of most of these exchanges. But at the tail end of the movie, he's had enough. Most of and he's them? Just storming like he's the lost other all of them, Sam. He doesn't have yeah, any. Yeah, he's lost up all. No. I don't see any sexy ladies hanging around cyborg zombie guy. And I don't know what he would do with a harem, to be honest. I don't know. He's got a lot of equipment, but I don't know if he has the right equipment. Hold But me. he likes them. Hold me. Just hold me. He, I, just, I think yeah. he's lonely. I think he's just he's, really lonely. Yeah. Hug. Hug. That's all he wants. Give 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 him a hug, but because he's so pin cushiony, every time he hugs somebody, he, he kills them, and he's like, "Oh, I've I've killed George once again. I've I've crushed him with the might of my body." Yeah, or they turn into the zombies and then they hang out. Yeah, because the zombies seem like they're not really threatening at all. Uh, they seem like all right guys. They just yeah. like wander around. They're probably like looking for resources or making delivery. They probably, this, the whole, this whole movie is probably like the end of triangle of sadness where there's a fucking beach resort just right over there. Those guys are just the fucking cabana boys. Mm -hmm. I think it seems, I think it's legit. (laughs) Yeah. My question is, what does that do with the rest of the body? Leaves it there. Yeah. He didn't with, Rick, Rick, he just cut his head off and left the rest of it there. And there's, so there's just headless body, like, because how many people are on that fucking wall? Like, a hundred? Well, there's a bunch of dangerous jungle things that just eat the bodies, the scavengers Not and the whatnot. Bones. There'd be bones everywhere! You'd like, crash on the island and... It's a... It's, they could be giant dinosaurs that just munch it up. Ah. Crunch, crunch and munch. <laughs> nom, nom, yeah, nom. Or, they, or they could have pigs. <laughs> pigs will eat <Yeah>. the bones. <laughs> Fucking little brick top there, huh, Jackie? <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh that's okay. Uh, he, uh, the, he, Zed's got pigs. <laughs> that's that's yeah. the end of the question. Okay, good stuff. Uh, anybody else, Sam? No, my one was like, what is going on with the zombies and this mutant guy? And yeah. I think we figured it out in the Phantom Zone. It's just this weird Bermuda Triangle on an island in this planet. And also, is the only. Is is the whole planet just this one island, or what's going on with the rest of the place? I need more. I don't know. I need more. I need more. I would like a sequel to this. 
Uh, which leads me to my next question. Should there be a sequel to this? Yes. And final recommendations. I'm going to start. Yeah, I super liked it. I I mean, it's not Hall of Fame, but it checks off all the boxes. And if I didn't say yes to this one, what the fuck would I be doing? Jackie. Oh, definitely. Yes. Uh, it was entertaining and fun. And uh, the robot bickering was my favorite part. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely a do. It's a do. Charlie brought in a guy and he's like, I need you to round all these bases. And that guy did it. It's got all of the things that we needed to be in this movie to be on that shelf. Yeah. And it's fucking hilarious. Uh, It's also got like a tinge of um, like it it kind of reminded me of Dinosaur Island a little bit, which is, you know, you brought up uh, Fred Olin. Same costumes. Yeah. Well, yeah, obviously. But we said that those costumes are, are in all the movies. Um. It just has this, like, almost Wynerski-esque fun, not taking itself yeah. seriously, but also a little deeper than just its uh, initial visage of whatever Jesse Helms thought that this movie was. Um, I, th- I thought it was... Pornography. Yeah, pornography. I thought it was just... I thought it was a lot of fun. Yeah. There's not enough to spank to. It's not pornography. It is definitely not. Unless you're 13. Um, okay, so that's your podcast. I think even at 13, this would be a rough fap session. Okay. Uh, Unless you knew when, if you'd seen it before and you knew when you had to, like, hustle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, damn it. Next week is not my pick. It's Jackie's pick. So, never mind. Why am I looking at my phone? Jax, got anything? The King's Daughter with Pierce Brosnan. Ooh. It's on freebie. Ooh. Ooh, the king's daughter. That sounds dangerous. Well, it's got a mermaid. Okay. Here's the thing: how has how has old Pierce treated us in the past? That's true. Not good. True. 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 Not good. I mean, good, but not good. We no the fucking that phantoms. What was that shit with? Oh yeah, his wiener we did, we and that that was we awful. Do, we didn't do that for the podcast. We did Dante's okay. Peak, always a treat. Oh yeah, that and Lawnmower Man. That's the plan. Okay, yeah, no, he has been good to the podcast. On our do's and don'ts, he has done poorly. (laughs) Okay, all right. We'll see what happens with that. Enjoy your guys this week and get to the chopper.